Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Welcome, friends, to another r slash malicious compliance video. We've got some awesome stories of malicious compliance today, and our first story is from Moonlover10792. You want a man to help you? No problem, one will clock in soon. This happened 16 years ago. When I was 20 years old, I was a department manager in a big box hardware store. People said I acted 25, but I didn't even look 18. As a young female, I saw my fair amount of sexual discrimination, but the worst always came from women. This is the story of one such woman. I managed the paint department. I had three associates who worked for me. They loved me as a boss because I bought them a department radio and took the shifts they didn't want. Worked Friday close and Saturday mid so my two younger guys could have time to have fun on Friday nights, and the older gentlemen took early Saturday mornings so they could sleep off their fun. In trade, I gave the older gentleman his ideal schedule. My team was awesome. One day, I was in the department alone, and a lady came up and asked me where she could find the 5-gallon oil-based primer. I let her know that my location didn't carry the 5-gallon size of that primer. She told me that we did and said that it was shelved right there while suggesting that I was too stupid to remember. Her husband gave me an apologetic look. I let her know that another location had what she was looking for and that it was in that exact location in that store. She let me know how stupid she thought I was for thinking she could mix up stores. Then she began yelling loudly and insisting that I get a man out there to help her because she wanted someone competent and not a stupid little girl. Her husband actually tried to step in at that point, but I just smiled and let her know that a male paint associate would be clocking in any minute, and that I'd be happy to direct him to her as soon as he's on the clock. I smiled and waited for Joe to clock in. Joe was great, and I knew he could handle this, or I wouldn't have put him in this situation. But Joe was also new. He was learning things super quick, but still relied on the rest of us for help. When I saw Joe walking up, I quickly said that there was a customer who needed help. I let him know that she was upset and asked him to do his best to answer her questions. Joe walked up to the lady. She said, finally a man. She asked her question, explained where the product should be, and waited. Joe calmly let her know that he had never seen us carry a five-gallon size of oil-based primer, but said he could check with the paint department manager. She was happy and loudly said she was happy to be getting some real help. Joe walked up to me and started to ask me about 5-gallon oil-based primers. The lady quickly walked up and asked him what he was doing. He turned and said, This is my manager. She runs this department. The husband laughed out loud. The woman stormed off, and I bought Joe lunch. Despite it working out, do you think it was a little mean for OP to use Joe like this without cluing them in to exactly what was going on? Or considering everything went to plan, was it no harm, no foul? Let me know in the comments down below. Our next story is from Remarkable Youth 504 Don't want me to work my notice? Okay, I won't work during my notice. This happened almost five years ago. Some details are intentionally vague. This will be a long read, but I promise it will be worth it in the end. I was working in an organization that was super toxic, so much so that we were a revolving door. Most employees stayed only a few months. To counter this, our management put three months notice into everyone's contract, including existing employees. It's not strictly illegal where this happened, but very unusual. 
I believe the idea was to make it harder for employees to find a job outside, as employers don't usually want to wait for three months. However, this didn't work as people simply quit and waited for a month or two before starting their job hunt. I was there almost four years. I needed the money, so I put up with whatever abusive crap was thrown at me. My boss was a guy we'll call Vince, not the actual name. Now, Vince was not particularly good, but he sometimes respected the fact that I was the most tenured grunt in the organization. Enter Rajesh, not the actual name. Rajesh was brought in from outside for strategically improving our division. This was quite strange given our division generated the most profits. Within months, Rajesh made the environment even more toxic. He pulled Vince's team under him and got Vince fired, and he actively encouraged us grunts to spy on each other. Rajesh also headed out for me from day one. To the state, I don't know why. He started making my life more harder than the others. This culminated in him taking me aside and telling me that I was not pulling my weight. Now at this point, I was doing quite well in the organization. Plus, I was doing a lot of additional work, since only I knew certain systems and processes, see high attrition above. So I was quite angry. I started looking out, I still wasn't brave enough to quit and start looking. Fortunately, I was able to find a job that was willing to wait the three months. So it was my turn to take Rajesh aside and tell him I quit. Boy, Rajesh was pissed. He went from denial, you can't quit, to negotiation, what if I give you a raise at the year end, to acceptance. Thus, I was serving my notice and working away like an honest bee, my usual work plus the additional work. At this point, I was called by HR and told that Rajesh wanted me gone. The insane part was that they wanted me to pay the company for the two and a half month shortfall in notice. I obviously refused, then went back and checked the contract. Turns out a notice of less than three months could only happen through mutual consent, and the initiating party, company if they wanted me gone sooner, or me if I wanted to leave earlier, had to compensate the other party for the shortfall. Cue the malicious compliance. The next day, I stopped doing anything at all. I logged in and logged out my hours and did nothing. Not my work, definitely not the additional responsibilities. Soon there was a complete meltdown all around. Rajesh would pull me into meetings and scream and try to bully me, and I would say nothing but smirk. Then they tried to have someone else learn from me so that they could do what I did. Remember I said earlier how I was the only one who knew some of the old systems and processes? Well, now I claimed I didn't really remember any of them, so obviously there could be no handover. Soon my workplace turned into a dumpster fire. The HR slash Rajesh smartened up and offered to buy out my notice if I cooperated and helped transition my work. I refused. Then, to twist the knife further, I started having meetings with fellow grunts. Remember, everyone was always a newbie and encouraging them to leave as well. HR tried to get me to leave twice more, but I ended up serving the full three months. Remember the mutual consent part? I just love that knowing, like probably a week into this, that they were able to look at this situation and realize, man, we really messed up making it a mandatory three-month notice. They thought they were creating a potential fix or a band-aid to something without realizing how badly they were hampering their whole operation. Somebody can just basically do nothing at all and get paid for three months because of them. 
If anything, the best thing OP could do was work out that notice. Then after they're finally gone, say they had a change of heart and if they hire you back, you'll teach somebody new and when they hire you back, then go back on to another 3 month notice. By the way, if you're enjoying these stories, make sure to hit those like and subscribe buttons down below. If you do so, you'll never miss any of my daily videos, which are chocked full of great stories like our next one from Attack Moose Gomer. Not enough onions still? Okay. When I, 33-year-old male, was 23, I worked at a fast food restaurant chain just off of a busy freeway slash highway interchange. So we were constantly busy. I was one of the people working the line, prepping and wrapping burgers, and we had these onions that came in a bag. They were freeze-dried, that always tasted a little strange to me, but customers seemed to like them a lot. While working an incredibly busy Friday afternoon shift, we had a gentleman come in through the drive-thru, made his order a few burgers and fries, but one of the burgers he wanted extra of those onions. No big deal, just add the onions, wrap up the burger, send it to the runner and out the window. The gentleman took his order, pulled up a little way past the drive through window and checked his food. At the time, those of us on the line had no clue yet he did this, and then he pulled back around in our drive through line as we were busy. He waited through a line of six cars, and when he finally got back to the order box, he told the person on the speaker we didn't make his extra onion order with enough onions. Okay, again, no big deal, as we usually put a small pinch as per company procedure on the burgers generally. So when they say extra, it's just another small pinch. So he gives us back the burger, and we remake it this time with a couple generous pinches, wrap up the burger, give it to the runner, into a bag and out the window. He pulls forward as we're busy, and rinse and repeat. Well, he comes around again and this time he was being a jerk and started yelling at us that we were incompetent and didn't know how to do our jobs. Cue malicious compliance. I had just pulled a fresh ready batch out of the fridge, stuck my hand into the bottom of the container, and pulled out a pound and a half of these rehydrated onions. Took a look at my 17-year-old manager, who nodded his head and piled it on top of his burger, which made it three times the normal size wrapped it up and sent it to the runner who bagged it and gave it to the customer. This time all from the line piled up in the drive through to wait and see what would happen. As we're watching the back of his car, all we see him is looking down shaking his head and driving off. So we figured that was it. Until the next shift when we came into questions from our store manager, early 40s, about a complaint the customer had made about unacceptable food practices and indignant service. We explained our side of the story, with our 17-year-old manager present, with her. She laughed and then said that she had to give us verbal warnings for not following company procedure, which we didn't mind, and went about our day. I mean, what else are you supposed to do when you've got a customer like that who's berating you and saying, No, no, more. I want more. You're not giving me enough. At some point, you're just like, screw it, take the whole container and just leave. You might as well have just lifted off the top bun, put the whole thing container and all right on top of the patty, put the bun back on, and then just gave it to the guy. And our final story of the days by District Equivalent 79, you want to talk to my manager? Okay. This happened about 13 years ago. I was a field service engineer for a national retail chain. Basically, I was the IT guy who drove around in a company vehicle, servicing the computer networks in the stores. The way the company was organized, there were corporate employees and then there were retail employees. 
Being a corporate employee, I received corporate stock as a small part of my salary, and my starting pay was three times the rate of any store manager. Because I was always putting out fires, I often found myself in the awkward position of dealing with store managers, who honestly thought that they were the store owners and that I was just the hired help. This was truly ironic, as I actually did own a very small piece of the corporation, whereas the store manager did not. One day, I got orders to replace a server in a store not too far from my house. I worked out of my house but kept parts in the truck and also the back room of another store nearby. So I show up to the store where the server needed to be replaced. It was my second stop of three scheduled that day. I walk in the store wearing my very obvious corporate uniform and name tag with logo. The store owner, er, retail manager, instantly demands to know what the freak I'm doing in her store. I get this all the time, nothing new. I calmly explain that my boss wants me to upgrade one of the store servers, hardware replacement, and I even show her where it is that I'll be working. I explain that it'll take one hour and that the point of sale registers might go offline for about five minutes. She isn't happy, but she reluctantly allows me into the room where the server is and I start working. When I'm just about done, the point of sale registers go down as I'm switching them to the new server, which isn't fully hooked up yet. It was at this point where I realized I've forgotten to bring in a couple of cables that I need to finish hooking the new server into the store network. So I run out to the truck to get the required cables. I'm gone about two minutes. When I get back, the store manager is sitting at the table in front of the server and she's got food spread out all over the table. The server is under the table. I tell the store manager I need to finish hooking up the server, gesturing under the table. The store manager tells me I'll have to come back in an hour after her lunch break. I'm shocked into total silence. Then a cashier bursts into the room, panicked that the registers aren't working and the checkout lines are getting backed up. I explain to the manager that I have to fix the server now or the registers won't work. The manager tells me I should have thought of that before I started working in her lunch break area. I calmly tell the store manager that she'll have to take a break later or find somewhere else to eat her lunch. She tells me I'm rude and incompetent and demands to speak to my manager immediately. Okie dokie. I call up my manager using my corporate issue iPhone and quickly explain the situation and then walk into the server room to hand the iPhone to the store manager. While she's on the phone with my manager, I head out to the front of the store to explain and apologize that the registers are going to be down for a few more minutes. I can't hear exactly what the store manager's telling to my manager, but I can tell that it's a heated conversation and I clearly hear the word fired mentioned a few times. It's clear that the store owner, er, retail manager, wants me to be fired for daring to try to interrupt her lunch break. Unfortunately for her, my direct supervisor was about five to six levels above the retail district manager. So the store manager was complaining loudly about interrupting my work to the manager of her manager's 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 manager. A few minutes later, the store manager walks out of the room awkwardly balancing bits and pieces of her lunch spread. I immediately go back to work, getting the new server up and running and rebooting the point of sale registers so that they'll be on sync with the new server and cashiers can get back to work. Everyone's happy now, except the store owner, because her lunch break was ruined.
The main part of my task is done now, but it takes me about another 15 minutes to clean up my mess and reorganize my truck to get ready for my next stop, which will be about an hour drive from my current location. As I'm doing this, I see the retail district manager, I've met her before, going into the store. She walks back out of the store with the former store manager who's carrying a box of her personal items. Somebody let the power of being the store owner or retail manager go to their head and they wanted to go on a little power trip like they probably regularly do to somebody who's coming in to fix stuff up, but little did they know as far as hierarchy goes, they were just a house cat hissing at a lion cub who had the real lions on speed dial. Bye bye house cat. But with that being said, that's all the time we have for today. So of all these stories I've read today, which is your favorite and why? Let me know in the comments down below. And if you haven't yet, if you could like and subscribe, that would mean a lot to me. Whatever you do, whether it's liking, subscribing, turning notifications on, all of it helps grow this channel and I appreciate the heck out of it. So until next time, I'll see you all tomorrow with some more stories. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.